How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to episode 15 of the Goat Heads podcast. I am Tony, along with Zach. Say hello, Zach. Hey. 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 Um, Sabres suck. Yeah. There's <laughs> no better way, better way to put it. Um, Our last episode came out the day of the Jack Eichel game, and the night of the Jack Eichel game happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, yeah, it really happened. It happened, for sure. He definitely came back. He definitely definitely showed up to that game. That We, we predicted a hat trick. I know, we did. Mm. We know what we're talking about here. That's why. Eichel obviously had those uh, two breakaways in the first period. We won't spend too much time on this, even though everyone loves talking about Jack Eichel, but it's been over. It's been a week now, so. But. Yeah, Comrie with two breakaway saves from Jack, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe we just own Jack Eichel. Like he'll never score again. No, he he got a natural. Was it a natural hat trick in the third period, or did he get one in the second? I think someone else on his team scored. Okay, well he got a hat trick, and that's fun because if you didn't hear Mark Stone after that game, you. You could just tell they wanted it so much more than we did. You didn't watch Jack Eichel's facial expressions the whole game. <laughs> it obviously meant a lot to him. It was probably the the most fun he's ever had playing in a game. Yeah, uh, you were over for the game. Uh, it was our head of analytics who left before the Jack Eichel magic. The second uh, head of analytics, Dylan, left. Uh, right as he left, Eichel scored three goals. So that's <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny, but uh, yeah, I if we cheered pretty hard when Eichel scored each time, yeah, we did all three times, especially the third time. The first one was pretty, yeah, but the, the third, third one was not good to admit, huh? No, like that we cheered. I think I think people did, and I, I think yeah, a lot of people did deep down because there's two sides to it. Obviously, if that if that post game interview never happened. Last year, where Eichel was just, we would have no reason to boo him. <laughs> We'd probably boo him, but it wouldn't. It would just be for fun. Like I'm yeah. pretty sure it still was for fun, but there was some heat behind it. But uh, yeah, they uh, they booed him, and he shot everyone up. And then and then and then the Sabers lost seven games in a row. Yeah, that was game two. Was it three, four? First game was the Lightning. Right. We haven't had a win in – this is three pods now. And now we're being buried in snow right now. Uh, well, present company excluded. A little bit up north in Niagara, they're not – Yeah, up here in uh, – I knew there is not much snow. School just got canceled tomorrow, so I can't complain. But Snow day. Yeah. Can't. Sabres are taking a snow day too from playing, I guess, <laughs> every time they're out there. Yeah. But uh, enough with that. Shout out Tate Thompson. That guy's good. He's playing at an unbelievable pace right now. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of ridiculous. I'm pretty sure he, uh, last night he put himself tied for third in scoring. I don't know what it's at now. The only one to score against Ottawa. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he was the only one to score the other night. Uh, who'd we, who'd, was it Coyotes? He was the only person to score? Coyotes. Who scored against the Coyotes? Before Vegas. Was it Tage? You're going back way too many games for me to pull out these. I need a point right now. Goal, Tage Thompson, yes. And then, so the Sabres schedule went. Coyotes, we lost 4-1. to one. When did Tage Thompson request a trade? Tage Thompson scored two goals against the Golden Knights. We faced the Bruins. Did he not have a six shorthanded goal against the Bruins? Yeah, he did. He was, yes. so that, And then the Canucks last night, did he have a goal? Or he had two assists. He had no goals, and then, or not last. And then the Senators last night, two nights ago for our listeners. Yeah, he's 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 on a roll and good for him. But team's not playing good. It so. it feels like we've been here before. Um, you got a superstar first line center and uh, a first line that's producing points per game. Then uh, kind of nothing else happens anywhere else. The Sabers are not. Getting much depth scoring as of late. I mean, obviously, I think they've been playing a lot better compared to years past. 
where we've had no depth scoring. We have a lot more skill. It's a lot more younger, so it's okay. And it's AJ Paterka is also a bright spot of this team right now, just the way he plays. Yeah, watching him last night, it's like he's gonna be so good once he figures it out. It's gonna start clicking, and this kid's gonna. I think he has it figured out. I think once he just starts putting the puck away, like yeah, that's bouncing his way. Like if that if that shot he had against Ottawa hits the other side of the post and goes in, that's a tie game. So, Tage Thompson is seventeen points, or seventeen games played, twenty two points, twelve goals, ten assists. Okay. <laughs> Seven million, fine, take it. Can't believe anyone will complain about that contract. Good for Tage, though. Good for Tage. Um, it's, it's Uko Pekalukanen season. To quote my co-host, <laughs> watching the game last night, uh, saw Comrie get hurt, and uh, obviously very unfortunate. He was actually playing pretty well. Um, and then he goes back in the night. He didn't leave the game. So, like, he oh, he stayed in hurt and let a goal in right away. Yeah. Which, and then I, they it. I mean, but if you're hurt, go off. We don't want to – you don't have to hurt yourself more for the team. Yeah. That, not saying that cost the game, but was it not the game-winning goal? It would have been the game-winning goal. Well, regardless, Comrie looks like he's going to be missing some time, which means UPL – is getting his shot, and that is a good thing right now. I mean, it's not like goaltending is the problem, but we need more saves. I mean, we haven't put our goalies in a good position in, like, all if year. Can, if UPL can come in and get hot and win four or five games right away, you know how that's huge for us. If the Sabres could win a game, that'd be huge. Yeah, if the Sabres could come out on top of a, of a score sheet soon, that would be exciting. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. You can't start seven and three, be and seven. then lose seven straight. You just can't. Like you, you will never be a good team in the league. You'll never be a top team if you have these epic highs and epic lows. <sighs> there's just there's a good point being brought up um, every year. Um, after the whistle, they mentioned that. We kind of have just 12 of the same guy um, up top. I, forward. I think the only ones who outline that would be Tage Thompson and then maybe a couple other guys who are just higher than average. But it's it's true. It's, a, it's true what they're saying. It's like you see Casey Middlestead, you see all these guys we got in the first couple rounds or young prospects and – there's no guys, it, there's no guys making the dirty plays that win you these puck battles and get you possession and give your skill guys chances to show their skill. It's just all skill guy. It's it's. Yeah, you. I don't want to sound like an old head and say, "Oh, we need grit." We need. I don't. I don't care about fights every five minutes. I don't. I think you don't even need fighting. I'm not asking for a fighter. I'm asking for someone who. Yeah. Scores My points, plays the body, battles, back checks, forward checks like an animal. Someone who's just all over the other team, but we don't have that. His name's Tanner Janot in uh, Nashville. I'm going to keep pushing that until it happens. It will never happen, but he's the guy. He is- There's a lot of guys you could get, and you don't have to go big name hunting. You can plug these guys into these smaller roles just to – round out the team for this year. I don't think that ruins Kevin Adams' plan unless his plan is to see this whole team the whole year. Are we in that? Do you think we're in a scenario where we're looking at this team with no major moves going into the summer? I don't think Kevin will do anything during the season until around the trade deadline unless we – What do you think we're doing at the trade deadline? I what think could, what do you expect to see us at the trade deadline now. I, I can see us being like a light seller, like, oh, here's Zemgus Gergensen's for like a second or a prospect. Second. Trade, dude, people, players' values at the deadline 
Scott, I can see Jorgensen becoming a playoff hero for a team. <laughs> I, he's going to Tampa. There, I have this feeling that Gergensen is going to Tampa. I can see it. But um, I, I have a chart here I made. This is why you would like to see. <laughs> we, have, we have a chart. First of all, these are the lines I want. First line, Skinner, Thompson, Tuck. Maybe split that up, but for demonstration. Quinn, Cousins, Paterka, Hinostroza, Asplund, uh, Olsen, Gergensen's Middlestat, Akposo, and Vin- and Krebs. Krebs and- I want Krebs down in Rochester. We need to talk about that, but we'll get to that later. Samuelson, Darlene, Power, Labushkin, Bryson, uh, Yoki Haru, and then Fitzgerald is your extra. And I have one slash 31 for goalie because I think Lukanen is not going to be going back down to Rochester unless he shatters like glass every year, but – and then Craig Anderson can get a game once a month if he wants. I think that's kind of the point. He's here to like only play rarely, and that it's taken this long for UPL to get a shot. But looking at this, think of who's here in three years. You look three at Skinner. Years. Is Skinner here in three years? Maybe. Yes. His contract is the only reason why. Right. Thompson, guaranteed here. Tuck, guaranteed. Paterka could be a trade chip, but I don't think so. Cousins or listening, he's circling each number. Yeah, if if they stay, Cousins, Cousins is here. I love Cousins. Cousins, if he ever leaves, we better be bringing in a guy. Quinn, I think he'll be here. Quinn, you I, could put a question mark next to that. I can. It's too early to tell. I'm not jumping the whole season in. We're a whole season in, and Buck's not going his way. At some point, you gotta. He'll figure it out. Well, but Vinny Hinostroza, we're going on the third line. He will not be here. Rasmus Asplund, I think just by the people in Rochester, I don't think he'll be here. Oh, <laughs> Victor, Victor Olsson, get out of get out of here. Get out of town. Never, never get come out back. Of town. Six shot, buddy. Go get that puck in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Gergensen's, I don't. He love the. Game. I hope he goes to Tampa, and I hope he wins the Stanley Cup. Loves it. Love Big Z, but get get out of here. Go. We need to oh, go. So our separate, yeah. You've been here for too many coaches. You've seen too much shit. It's just it's you're dragging baggage. He's coming back to an abusive relationship. It's not yeah. good for him. He knows, but he just he can't resist the Sabers. Casey Middlestat. Get out of here. Yeah. Kyle Aposo probably will hang it up. After hey, this year, he's going to resign. He wants to hit a thousand games. I said I'm saying two three years from now. Oh, yeah, you said three years. Sorry. Payne Krebs, probably not. Get the hell out of here. He's only 21. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Looking at the defense, Samuelson and Darlene, that pair will be there until I die. Like, that is <laughs> or something's wrong. Or something's really something's wrong. Really wrong. Nice. Power, you, you'd hope he's here in three years. Mochkin, um, probably not. Get out of here. Bryson. One more year. Bryson. Let's the, bo- the whole bottom pair. Bryson, Yoki Haru, get the hell out of here. Fitzgerald, wow. don't even – you probably won't be in the NHL. Lukanen, maybe. Out of here. Three years, Devin Levi. You're right. I don't know why I circled that. I said maybe. Get him, out, get him out of here. Get the hell out of here. Comrie. He'll be the out of here. He'll be out of here. Craig Anderson, will be, Craig Anderson will be pushing for a cup somewhere else. Not Craig here. Anderson's here until he's not <laughs> here anymore. So – According to my math and my chart here, we have two eight two out of twenty players who are projected to be here in the next two three years. If all <laughs> projected by uh, projected by you, <laughs> yeah, I got these. I got this from the analytics department. Thanks, Dylan. Uh, appreciate this. <laughs> but um, uh, my point being, you know, these guys are not being. My point is being that they won't be here and uh, to move on and package maybe an Olsen and a Krebs for cool. a defenseman or a middle stat and someone else for a winger or something, a center. I don't know why I went all in with the, the marker and a race board here, but I did. I'm glad you did. To prove a point that I look think- at the damn chart. I think the visual definitely helped me. It's the lighting is even good in here. 
ninety percent of our listeners are on Spotify they, or Apple, so they're we'll not. Clip this and put it. We'll put this out. We'll get we'll get people to know based on this projection, which has been projected. The Sabers are going to have a lot of positions to fill. And, and don't get me wrong, we have many prospects. You have the core to do it. You have all you have to do is build around the core we have. Exactly. Go back to the board. Bring the board back. The board's back. All right. Look at the core you have on offense with Cousins, Thompson, Tuck, Paterka, Quinn. That's a, a, a very solid offensive core to build around. And then you're talking defense, and 50% of your defensemen are crucial to the foundation of the team. Samuelson is such an important piece to this team, and I think he's part of the reason we, we aren't doing as good. I think having Samuelson around is and playing – is good for the locker room. See this? My handwriting's not good. You know what that says? It's 93-27 in Oastland. Savoy, Kulik, whatever number Oastland is. I don't know. I but, don't know either. That's a good question. But my point is... <sighs> yeah, what is that? What is, the point is... Um, no, but if we're bringing in all these rookies... Let's say we bring in two of those. If I, let's say we get rid of one, it's Osland in a trade, whatever. You're bringing in Savoy, Kulik, and you also got other guys in the system like Rosine and whatever. You're going to have a lot of rookies still. You need these spots on this chart. You need to bring in the, – the whole message is like get young guys, make them fit the core. I was thinking about it. You don't need – you have – I don't think guys. you can be a young I team. You start getting experienced – Veteran, maybe not like 35-year-old veteran, or maybe like 27, close to UFA age, and then maybe with some time on, under their skates. Yeah, maybe a guy who's been to the playoffs. How many people on this team have been to the playoffs? Kyle Poso, Alex Tuck, Vinny Hinostroza, maybe. I don't even think so. Labushkin, Craig Anderson. That's just playoffs. None of those guys are part of your core. You're building around one. One of them are core, and two, they don't. They're. You need winning guys. You need people who've been there. I I get Akposo is your captain, and he's been there, but he, that's obviously not going to last forever. I think he's. And you can't rely on Kyle Akposo to be your. You can't rely on Rasmus and guys like Tage Thompson and. Tuck's only 26. Like, he's not even been in the league for that long in the bigger grand scheme of things. Like, he's got some time. Like, it's – the problem isn't that we – I don't even know how to explain it. We just need better players and more diverse players and players who have experience or do something else. And I think that's the bottom line, and I don't – think there's really an argument for it because we're seeing it every night. We just lost seven straight. We have that third line of Krebs, Middlestad, Olsen. I want to tear my hair out of my head. It's, it's brutal. They're terrible. They're like, don't give me like Olsen's got his shot. Good for him. Middlestad's got hands. Good for him. But (laughs) it's just, it's just frustrating. It's really frustrating being a fan. And I know Kevin Adams also has a three-year plan. I'd assume. Well, guess last what? Year, three, years year was, long. three years is not that long. Last year, year was year one. Get rid of Eichel. Year one. F- fix the vibes. Get rid of Eichel. Done. Year this is two, year two of his three-year plan? I what? Think, okay. What's the end of the three-year plan? Then we're good? Or I think try being good. So year two is kind of just seeing what you got. Like, okay. Middle stats a year older this year. Thompson. We have a weak team. We have a team that gets pushed around and doesn't throw the body and doesn't play physical and doesn't. We have a, we we're a weak team. You see it when you watch. It's they had five hits against Vancouver. Like I don't. It was the lowest. Uh, Vancouver doesn't hit a lot either, and it was like the lowest hitting game of the season. It's. I, it's just fr- I don't want to like have like a point like be like get guys who only hit like no like, that's not what we're saying I don't think that's what we're saying when I we just say make it clear that like in the playoffs it's it's a physical game can you imagine this team in a playoffs they like, would lose let's in say four we games. camp around one we would lose in four games 
Yeah. It's even we don't have control They're gonna get pulled. You're gonna get pushed around in the playoffs. Samuelson and Darlene are young. Powers young. That's another thing. Right now, Darlene is your toughest guy. The one guy you really don't want getting into scrums, other than like Thompson. You don't want to see him get hurt. Yeah. I mean, not saying we're bringing in these guys in case they get like for them to get hurt doing something, but when you're playing physical like that, you run the risk of getting hurt more. It's just it's it's obvious. And with younger players comes the younger wave of how the NHL is going to be. A lot less physical. We're we're a team of young players. But teams who win the cup aren't this young. There's a reason we're the youngest team in the NHL and also not been in the playoffs in almost 12 years now. So. And I think if his three-year plan is keep bringing in young guys and be a young team for all three of the years, then there's going to be a second part of the three-year plan, another three years of building the other half of the team. That, that's what have, I'm worried about. You like, have half. You have the skill. Like you see yeah. Paterka and Quinn right now. It's their rookie season. You know they're good players. They're doing good things. It's just they can't they're, – they're new. They don't – You get a crazy four-checker on Paterka's line who's – driving the play, he's making the defense turn the puck over, giving Paterka room. You don't think he's going to – His name's Dylan Cousins. <laughs> but my point being Cousins is still young too. He needs yeah, – I, I get what you're saying. Cousins is Cousins is my probably – he's up there in my favorite forwards, I would say. I'd say he's top three. I I would say that too. I, I think he's Not great a, in the- I just got my uh, Christmas present secured. JJ Paterka, go ahead. It's happening. Fanny pack giveaway at 90s night. I will not be there. You will be getting me a fanny pack. Okay. And I will be strutting in that thing. I I hope it's like a nice fanny pack. Like if it's cheap, even if it's cheap, I'm going to wear it everywhere. Go ahead, logo on it. I'm going to become a fanny pack guy. Like every day when I'm about to leave the house, I'll be like, Wallet and keys are in the fanny pack. I just clip it on and I'm out. That'll Don't, be that's gonna be very that's gonna make my life better in a lot of ways, I think. I, I see that happening for you. I can I see it happening for you too. You're gonna get one of these fanny packs and you'll see. Yeah. It's gonna take some adjusting. That's all I'm looking forward to from this saber season right now. Is the fanny pack. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, at least we got the bills, you know. <laughs> A Bills segment too. When's the last time we talked about the Bills? Probably after we lost to the Jets. I don't think we did. No, we didn't. We didn't talk about the Bills that week. I think we forgot. Well, Bills are Bills Bills. lost to the Jets. Yeah. And then uh, more recent on everyone's minds, they lost to Minnesota. And their game Sunday is in Detroit. So yeah, Bills lose two in a row now. The Buffalo Sports are now is it one in ten in the month of November? The Bills We haven't won in two weeks. We have not won a game of sport in a while. <laughs> I'm telling you, November's and when the clocks change, it does something to this town and to the sports teams here. It I don't know. Josh Allen wasn't yeah. supposed to play against the Vikings. Let's talk about that. Uh the the spread went down all the way to three and a half for three. And uh, second announced that, like, oh, he's probably going to play. It went jump back up to, like, six and a half. So, and we lost. So, that's that was a great game, though. It was three. From a, outside of Buffalo or Minnesota perspective, that's probably the game of the year. Hands down. Yeah. Great game. Yeah. We're doing a Sabres podcast. No respect. Sabres don't get any respect. And they don't deserve it, quite frankly. <laughs> We're a weak team. Yeah, so the week podcast, I said it. I'm so sick <laughs> from Buffalo Sabres. I'm done. I quit. Jeez. I'll be watching them probably the next game. I've watched almost every game this year. I think I've been talking about the Bills, but I've watched almost every game except when I'm working, when I listen to the game. And it's just these last seven just hurt. <laughs> They're just like beating the hell out of me every week. I'm just sitting there watching the team lose. Like Ottawa, the clock just like ran out. It was like, we're not going to score. We're not, okay, I guess the game's over. It's like, you know, like when there's like a Sabres game and you know it's happy, like, oh, tonight at seven, your day's a little better. You're looking forward to it. Like, oh, yeah. I can't wait till tonight. Seven straight times of that happening, 
they've lost and my night has been ruined and I just it's, it's just like, kind of like a weird feeling like it's like you're watching something that you kind of like and then it like ends terrible like that that's exactly what it is I literally just explained what, what watching it <laughs> the, like they the seem game to right and then they yeah. Like, like they kill off a main character in a show you're watching. You're like, oh, I don't like the show anymore. You just yeah. sit there and you're like, okay, I guess I'll go to bed. <laughs> that was uh, Glenn for me in The Walking Dead. I haven't watched a single episode. So well, yeah, Glenn was the best character in The Walking Dead. Single handedly carried that show. That's not true, but he was great. And he was dead. great. I mean, yeah. So, I heard Carl died. Did he really? I haven't. Who, who's even left? <laughs> the Walking Heads podcast. Yeah. I yeah. I don't. I I think they're doing movies now with Rick. I got into that. I haven't tuned into that stuff since. I started watching it again in college. Uh, my in, back in college, my freshman year. It, it was uh. It was good. It was good to reminisce on. I used to be afraid of zombies because of that show. I tried rewatching it three times since I stopped watching it. I've only watched the first episode since. And oh, I didn't get far into it. It's not something I yeah. could watch. The first episode is just like it's such a drag, but it's you know whatever. Yeah. So Josh Allen plays that Minnesota game. They don't win anyway. Great game nonetheless. Tough for Buffalo fans. That decision in the end zone. I know Allen fumbled, but. Choked. He choked. He choked. I, I don't. Allen's had a lot of chokes. Uh, Those are bum. It's just I don't know, but um, it's just frustrating, dude. I, like I'm not like I don't want to seem all down for this. Like love recording with you. Love doing this every week. But it's just like damn. The, it's a lot more fun to do it every week when your team's winning. I yeah. Say when <laughs> when you're one and nine with both sports teams combined in the month of November. It's not great. You have a just 10% chance of being happy watching a sports game in November. So, yeah. Yeah. It's been a tough month, but I th- I think I think what's going to happen will happen definitely and what doesn't happen yeah. won't happen, but that, that's a good point there. Try I'm I'm trying to be optimistic. Like every time we watch these Sabres, are we still talking about the Sabres or are we talking about the Bills? We're talking about it all. Every time we oh, watch do. <laughs> like Vegas game I, uh, when we were together and the uh, Ottawa game. Every time they went down, I was like, we can come back from this. Like a part of me, a part of that like candle still was lit. And I was like, we're going to come back and win and it'll be great. And we never did. We didn't either. It's we haven't. the lack of the we vibe. We haven't had a lead. We haven't had a lead in a game since Boston. Yeah. You look back to last year, it felt like every game there was always a chance like we can come back in this. And it was being oh, yeah, carried by the vibes. And – People don't understand those vibes were being carried from Cody Eakin's mullet. Now that he's gone, there are no vibes left, and it's just sad. The There's no comeback, kids. There's no – it's not happening because Cody Eakin is gone, and now you don't have the guy to win your face-offs. And, and the body language on the team against Ottawa was just – did you notice it? It was just like – Yeah, they pointed did. it out. It was, I think it was right when they scored. It was 3-1. They did a zoom of the whole bench, and not a guy yeah. said – all face towards the ice, just sat there, and that just, that kind of shows a dead in the water. You're not going to leadership because wasn't playing; he was injured. And but you got you still got Gergensen's there. You got Justin takes a takes a big role in talking on the bench too. Apparently, that's what he said. He's been Who? doing it more. Darlene. Yeah, but like he, they showed him, and he didn't say he didn't say anything. They were dead. Ottawa was giving them everything they had, and Ottawa. When you looked at their faces, they wanted to win the game. You could see it, like in their body language and how they were on the bench. Our our team, no one was talking to anyone about like, what are we gonna do? Let's game plan. I mean, I have no idea what goes on on an NHL bench at all. Cool. So, yeah, but there's they're just dead. They look like they didn't really care. They weren't interested. They just wanted to go home, and they got beat up. When you don't look like you want to win. Or if they didn't – I'm not saying they didn't want to win. Obviously, going into that game, you want to win. But if you're not playing like it or talking to your team like it, you're going to lose. And we did. We lost. I, I mean, 
I didn't every game I think there's going to be a comeback, but when they showed the bench after three to one, and you see everyone's body language skating off the ice, just head down, waiting to get off. I I knew we weren't going to win that game. There's no way. Spark. I don't know uh, what that spark is. Is it Don Granado skating their brain? In a guy who can do that, who can fire the team up, who can make a big hit, make a big play. You need you need grit. You need 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 a little grit. (laughs) And that answer, it's out there. And do we have the capital to get it? And so it's just a matter of time. Does Kevin Adams want to let the season play out how it is and probably be below 500 end the year or around? I don't accept that. I don't care what he wants. It's been 11. It's about to be 12 years, Kevin. I know he's only been here. The entertainment business. You're either – there's an obvious fix that we need. We have no grit. We have no – we're, we're a weak team. We're get, we're not winning these one-on-one battles. Find someone who does, Kevin. I'm not waiting for three years. And I know I said hi to you, and I know I was really nice to you then, but I'm not the same guy anymore, okay? I'm hardened. I'm hardened by you, Kevin. I, I'm hard from you, Kevin. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, I don't think that's – I think three years is a bad idea, Kevin, really. I truly do, and I truly think – if you're the general manager and there's something in general that needs managing and it's like, oh, shit, we don't have any guy who will take the hit, who will bark at the whole bench to get everyone riled up. You don't have that guy, then you're missing a huge part of a culture. And another thing is they brought on a very strong analytics team into this, which we've never had before. We finally have, and we're showing it when we're drafting or like they know like every area of every player's game, it's all out there. All the data is out there. Like they know well, where a player struggles, they, what a player's good at. More than we do, but we see what they put on the ice. And, and Don Granado is still putting out Casey Middlestat night after night and scratching guys like Jack Quinn. I know it hasn't happened the past couple games because Quinn's been hurt, but like Jack Quinn's not the answer to this. Jack Quinn isn't that physical guy. You need a, you need to make a, you need to make a trade. You need to sign somebody. You need Last to. Last week we talked about like, oh, should we like worry and make a trade? And we were like, no, because like, oh, we're like, oh, we trust like what they're doing. But now that we look at it and like, we're almost twenty games into the season. I don't this think is- we're overreacting when we say that everything we have is the same and that it's not going to work if you try shoving this out here again because it's the same thing as last year, almost in every way. But it's just. You, the six worth you know what Casey Middlestat's going to be. You really think Casey Middlestat's going to turn into this 80-point player? Wake up, Kevin. Middlestat's, what, 23 now? 22, 23? Like, he's he's yeah. getting to that age where it's kind of like, that's what you are. Like, guys like Fitzgerald. Like, I, think, I think, Casey, you're on a bit of a witch hunt. I think you've been on that. I've got to call you out on that. I'm going to be on a witch hunt about Casey Middlestat, and he's got the same amount of point. He's a point behind Dylan Cousins. He's got 10 points. Yes, but all his points come from special teams, and it frustrates me. He's playing good for his standards, so I think we're being a little too hard on Casey Middlestat. Well, he's the guy that doesn't fit. You got your core, and he doesn't fit, and that's why he bought. No, we pull up the board. Casey's not the only one not circled. <laughs> Like, yeah, but he's been here the longest, and he's kind of like what they've been Victor Olofsson has been here longer than him, and he and he never played in the NHL. I, I think it's time to move on from him because I don't it think he's – beyond time. I said it in the offseason to trade him if we had the chance Paige to. Paige Thompson can do his shot better. <clears throat> the oh, the yeah. same one-timer. Now that we're on to this, let's get into the power play. You know – Wait till they find out that you can lose his game taking a slap shot from two different guys. Every team knows what the hell is about to happen when you're on the power play. Every team. You literally just have to play a diamond in the middle and block the guys on the outside and don't let the I shot mean, go. Ovi, Ovi scored about 760 plus goals doing that. So, but he, who's stopping the Sabres? You're not, I'm not comparing Victor Olsen to Alex. <laughs> <laughs> like Why not? Why not? Why won't why won't anyone have this conversation yet? <laughs> why won't anyone take that seriously? I don't know. But um, 
It works for Ovechkin because he's Ovechkin. Like, I, I, one, that I don't know why they don't comparison. I, I understand the difference between the great <laughs> eight versus Victor Olofsson. No, but the power play went one for eight against Ottawa. Can't happen. You had six. six uh, they went one for eight or one for seven. I don't want to mess it up, but if you I do, I here we were. You had 15 plus minutes of power play time, and you only scored one goal in that whole game. That's a problem. Kevin, that's a problem, Kevin. But you don't want to talk about that. You want to talk about your three-year plan. Another problem is coaching. I'm not saying Granado, but the assistant coach. Like, what is this? Isn't this under Matt Ellis? Is this him? Every time they show him, he's drawn on that stupid whiteboard. We're down one goal that we don't score. I feel like that's the only time I see Matt Ellis. Uh, there was a good, a good point brought up by uh, the Royal Report, good friends of the show. No one from high school, but uh, Michael Pekka down in Rochester. Rochester finished third power play in the AHL last season, and there was a clip of Rochester's power play. Everyone's moving. Everyone's doing something at all times. Our power play, Thompson, no one moves. Everyone stands in their spot, and they pass around until there's an open slap shot. You look at, like, the we have creative playmaking players. Why are we not letting them do that? Why are we just releasing the boom – with Thompson and Olofsson, and then the second unit is just you trying can, to do the same thing, but they don't have that. You can have Thompson to shoot the boom on that side. Yeah. Have it work more effectively if you're getting the penalty killers chasing you around because they're not going to be able to chase you around and cover Tage Thompson. Hear me out. They keep the puck in the zone too. That has been pissing me off so much. They can't set up. They th- there was a, po- a power play last night where they didn't set up in Ottawa zone until there was one second left in the power play. Yeah, dude, I remember that. It's just frustrating. It, it's. I think it was a three power play streak that we had like no shots. We didn't have. We didn't generate a single shot in six minutes of power play. That's unacceptable. At what point do they need to just fold in on themselves and change everything? Like, it's not working. They know what they have. They know what they need to do. They just don't do it. And it's frust- – it, I keep saying frustrating because it is. It's damn it's frustrating. frustrating. Well, we got – we're year two in this three-year plan, and I guarantee year three isn't win the cup. Uh, I'll spoil that for everyone. Year three of Kevin Adams' magical plan isn't then we win the Stanley Cup. It's then we're competitive. We want – I want to – I don't speak for everyone. I would like to be competitive now. I think we can be competitive now. I think we have the pieces to be competitive now. If Even we guys are stretched out. The, you don't be- have to sell the team to make these moves. You can barely touch anything. We have the deepest prospect pool of any team and the most, the most talented one at that. I think they can single-handedly change their entire – like they can – fix their bottom six and add a defenseman without even touching their prospect pool. They have the picks in 2023 and 2024. They have middle Olsen. Who else is giving Krebs all have value. You can even get something out of Yoki Haru and Bryson. Yoki Haru probably a little more than Bryson, but there were something. It's like, you can get these things done. You can just change the scenery for some of these guys. Yoki Haru, you know what you're going to get. Middle set, you know what you're going to get. Krebs, I don't think too young. I don't think we need to run off. Okay, because the Sabres have two glaring issues one on defense, one on offense. Defense is giving up. It's also many ones. Our greatest offensive defenseman is out. So, right. He'll but be he's back. not going to stop all of this. Like, he can't stop the floodgates. Like, every game, we're giving up these awesome chances that are just like cookies to the other team. Adding Samuelson helps it a lot, though, in the fact that, one, they stop putting Power and Darlene together. Don't get me wrong. Very fun. But then when you have the other 60% of ice time going to Yoki Haru, Labushkin, and Pilot and Bryson, they are not good defensively for 60% of the game, even though I'd say 50 but it's just a rough back four, like a very bad. Like you can't have those two powerhouses together. That's why Samuelson allows to go with Darlene or even a power. I'd like to see that happen. Samuelson then, just he spreads everything out. He's like a nice. And it's yeah. 
like a nice peanut butter jelly sandwich. Yeah, even He's the knife. Yes, and the jelly. Yeah, and the peanut butter. No, but um, I think I think what we're trying to say, and I think what the point of us making this podcast is, is I like the whole idea of making the podcast, not just tonight. I I don't know. I, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's just we want to win. Like we're so hungry for winning, and it's they they have everything to do so, and they're just choosing not to. That was. Why fans were frustrated over the summer when they only signed Labushkin and uh, Comrie. In this goaltending situation, too, it's like I know you got Levi in the pipeline, but you could have brought in – you could have – I think Comrie was a solid signing. I really do. Who? Comrie. I think signing Comrie was great. I think it's good if he's in a backup role. But, but he's not going to be with the way – re-signing Craig Anderson, Cool. Awesome, fun. Still need two more goalies, then, in my opinion. Mm, I don't think goalies are a big problem at all. I really don't. I it's, think if you know, the guy when he's putting in minimum three goals a game, it's at some yeah, point. Like all the one ones he's taking, all the breakaways, a goal's going to go in. Like mm-hmm. all the bad bounces off Cousins. I think Cousins has three goals for other teams this year. That's a stat. I think it's three. I know of two in the same game, so we probably have. Yeah, there was another one in the. I think maybe Vegas. Maybe. But um, yeah, I think I think our problems are lack of diversity on offense, missing crucial pieces on defense. I don't know. I really don't. I I would really like. Do need solid goaltender. I think they have. Good enough goaltending right now, even though it looks like hell. I think it's good enough to like maybe squeak in if you had those other pieces. But we if went seven goaltending. If you want to be it's, over the edge, you got to get a good goalie, like a guy who's gonna make those. Like he's not gonna let in three goals tonight, no matter the circumstances. This isn't the over the edge season, but this is yeah. you want it to be a hunt for a playoff season the whole year. Like this isn't. We're the sixth worst team in the league. This isn't a hunt for the playoffs right now. And you can't keep lo- like you can't go on a seven game losing streak. You just can't. Calgary did it and who knows? I don't even know where they are in the standings right now, but at some point something's gotta give. Changes need to be made. Everyone knew it has to happen. It's just when is it gonna happen? Oh yeah, and Calgary is middle of the Pacific with they're seven seven and two. So we need something. We need a jolt. We need We need to force an overtime. We need to like We haven't gone overtime once this season. Right? Yeah, we if we win, we win by two or three. It felt like every time we won. We had a really good goal differential and now we are negative one. Only being negative one and being seven and ten is actually impressive. So, see, the problem yeah, with the scoring, too, even though as of lately, it's only been Thompson. Huh? Uh, scoring is not the problem if we're only minus one. It's just defense, and it's – Scoring is the problem lately, though. Yeah, as of late how many goals did, How many goals did we score against Boston? One. How many goals did we score against Ottawa? One. Who scored them? Tate Thompson. Thompson. Like – if Tage Thompson is one of the best, he's one of the best players in the league right now. No one, I think he's he's getting a lot of respect this season from outside of Buffalo too. Uh, Good, he should. They're trying to pick up like, oh shit, they've got another American center who's sick. All right, I wonder what high. I wonder what high revenue team he'll be sent to in a few years. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kevin, figure it out, dude. Uh, a team, if, if the Sabres were looking to, you know, swap some guys, give some guys some opportunity, I wonder if you call a team like uh, the St. Louis Blues. You got a lot of veterans, one being Ryan O'Reilly. He'll never come back here. I think he has a no-move clause, but 
St. Louis Blues are struggling right now. They are currently – where did that go? Yeah, they're rough. We play them. 7-8-0. We play them 90s night, so we probably will lose. Yeah. Right we don't lose, right. lose theme nights, though. Like, when it's a theme, we win. If they paint center ice with the goat head. They won't. I highly doubt that. What could you imagine if they did? It would be that would awesome. a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Do it. Why not? Kevin, do it. Trade for it, Kevin. I'm so sick of Kevin right now. But you look at uh, going back to St. Louis, you got guys like Robert Thomas. I don't think they'd want to get rid of. Uh, who's the other one? We wanted Robert Tom- I think we wanted Robert Thomas in the O'Reilly trade. Yeah, that's the guy I was looking at there. But then they just have like Tory uh, guys like Tory Krug, Colton Pareko. Who's the one uh, from Carolina? Justin Falk. They've got veteran guys that like, hey, make a switch for something. Why not? Struggling. Probably. Team. They probably want to get younger. We want to get a little older. Like this whole, that whole thing of just wanting to stay young makes no sense to me because there's no experience. There's no differentiality. It's just all. We're always waiting for this team to grow up. They never will. Because we're always just going to be like, oh, well, they're a young team. Well, yeah, they have young players. Well, yeah, we're a young team. Okay. At some point, you can't, oh. you can't be throwing out 20-year-olds and hoping for the best. you got to get guys who've been there, done that. It's Because in three years when we're like, oh, uh, Kulik and Savoy are ready to play, and then we're losing again, it's like, well, they're a young team. Well, well yeah, we've been a young team for three years. I think like, Kulik and Savoy could even make this team next year if – Sabers do it. See, but I think are the Sabers doing it right? If we're just trying to see, if we're trying to see what works and what doesn't, and this is a three-year plan, and we're in year two, why are we not playing, giving Kulik minutes at the end of this year if we're not in a playoff? I, I think he'll get some time by the end of the year. I think they're just letting him tear the HL if he can this year. I think he definitely should. We but, we we waited with JJ and Quinn, and I'm not saying that was the wrong move. It definitely was the right move to let. Jack Quinn and Paterka explode the way they did on, on the AHL, but I don't if we're if we're a young team, play the young guys, and I don't want to be a young team much longer. Like I don't mind being having the young core that's all good. It's just the it's the other guys. It's the depth. It's the, the it, when your depth is young, it's, it's it's the guys who are in the corner with like eight minutes left and it's a tie game and it's like you need something from somewhere. It's it's those guys you need. It's your third line wingers, your you need something there. You need some sort of grit and it's we can just keep repeating ourselves for another hour saying we need this stuff, but nothing will happen unless something happens. And I only see something happening in the near future as if we lose the rest of November, maybe longer. You hit a 10-game losing streak. Something has to be done. Something needs to be changed. I think the first thing is fire Matt Ellis and bring up Michael Pekka from Rochester. The Q&A thing on our story. From where the Buffalo roam, they ask, what dighty do the Sabres need to make an offering to in order to break the curse on Buffalo sports teams? Seriously? What, yeah. Well – and I okay. Well, he said serious question. If a trade for top four D is made, is it Olsen or Middlestat who gets moved to make the deal? So, how do we break the curse? One, I have the answer for that. deities. I don't know a lot of deities. Oh, a, a god or goddess. I would say, um, I would say Hermes, the, the messenger, because he's got to <laughs> give some words to Kevin. To fix the team, and what the question was, Middlestad or Olafson? Yeah, Olafson. I think Olafson right now is because he has nine goals and his value is probably very high, and he's on. A, he has one more year with like four point seven five or something like that. So, yep. Thanks for that question. Um, from Al Johnson asked, uh, "What big name forward should Buffalo Sabers get to pair with Tage Thompson?" <laughs> I want Jason Robertson. Not never gonna happen now, but that was my guy. Um, I say just put Paterka on his line. 
that works too. That's a superstar in the making right there. I think Tuck, Paterka, Thompson could be a top line to be messed with. Joey asks, what would be the turning point for the season? Um, trade or – yeah, I think that's – What was the turning point last season, the, the Vegas team? A big team win. We need a big team win and we need it now. We need to come from behind victory – a fight. We need we need these guys to show heart, and then I think the season can turn around from there because they are a young team, and they have to learn. Uh, Marcus asks, um, "Who's your first call up from Rochester, not including Bjork or Shan?" Um, I'd give uh, Lucas Rusek a go. I think it's about time he gets his shot. He's been very impressive down there in uh, Rochester, and I'd like to see him. Get a roll up here. I think he should be a player on this team. Kulik. I just think it'd be fun. Oh, Phil Kessel, 1,000 games straight. There he goes. He asked us a question? I thought he asked us a question. I was going to be really excited. No, he did not. Congratulations, Phil Kessel, and prayers for uh, Scott Wedgwood after suffering a pretty scary injury tonight. So let's hope everything with him turns out all right. Uh, Any more questions? John asks, "Are we firing Granado or not?" No, not. I think he's. I think he's safe for end of next year. And if that's when you start asking serious questions about that, unless something crazy happens in between. But yeah, that's all we got for questions. It's been a fun one. It's been a, it's been an interesting one, definitely. I think we made a lot of good points. I think the board helped our for fans. Those, for those digital learners out there, I hope I uh, did something. And Kevin, when you're listening and you and you wait for the guy you paid to plow plow your driveway and make sure it's nice and pretty, and you're in your house and you're nice and cozy. Think think about what what you heard today. Think mm-hmm. about what we told you. Reflect yeah. on it. Make something happen. You're better than this. We know you're better than this. We're not blaming you, Kevin. We just want you to do your job. Generally manage all we can ask for. Generally manage everything, and then we'll be happy, and you'll see us in better terms. Thank you for listening. Yeah, that is all. Stay safe, Buffalo. Follow us on Twitter at GoHeadsPod. YouTube listeners, don't forget to like and subscribe. If you're streaming on Spotify or anything like that, make sure you uh, download the episode and leave a review. We really appreciate it. Spread the word.